0: Perfect, but we are working on it.
1: Ooh, we shouldn't really tilt that camera down. Well, the only reason I
0: didn't t- tilt it down too much was because our our new thing.
1: Yeah, I know, but this is not a good look. No, I didn't think so. All right. Well, you've seen it.
0: <laughs> I'll keep working on it.
1: Yeah, but you have seen it. It's also in the corner. It's the same graphic. Cynthia... You are dead. (laughs) By the way, this podcast is brought to you by Stevie Wicks. More on them later. But tonight, we're talking about movies, at least on my list. I don't know about yours, but we're talking about movies you've probably never seen, but you really should. And a lot of these, I honestly can't tell you why they didn't get more noticed. Because these things are good. Good. Actually, some of them I can't tell you why they didn't get noticed, but most of them I don't have a clue. I haven't a clue. Oh, there's actually something I needed to do. Didn't have a clue? That's something you needed to do. How about you? <laughs> skiddity doo,
0: skibidi doo bop bop. <laughs> All
1: right. Your beauty bomb Whatever that.
0: No, I finagled the uh, chat. Oh, and I oh. got to change it. You notice how it turns to top chat?
1: Yes. That's is, that is, that's probably how we missed uh, that one guy's comment that one time. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going... So, for those of you who noticed the title, I think I'm going to save that reference until the end because it, it's it's a really obscure reference. Actually, I challenge the audience. If you are watching the live stream tonight, which I don't know how many people are right now, if anyone guesses that reference... Then um, what we're we gonna do? We'll, we'll give you a free T-shirt, a free Average Intelligence Podcast T-shirt. Bam! That's a deal if I've ever heard one. Cotton. <laughs> Let's watch, and we'll even pay shipping. Cotton. Let's watch,
0: and all <laughs> right. That's exactly what I was doing because our thing over
1: here looks suspect. Yeah, for a second I thought there was an echo again, but there is not. <laughs> echo. Um, well, where do we want to start? Uh, do you have a list?
0: Preferably at the beginning.
1: <laughs> well, we're going to Tarantino this shit and start at the end. And then come back around. Alright. I don't know what you're doing.
0: I don't either. How do I still have a chat
1: over here? <laughs> oh no. Ain't got no gas in it you were blowing up on Instagram yesterday. Yeah. That shit was funny. Um do you have a list of your movies or are you going off? No,
0: we're we're just going right off the brain ball. Oh, I got I got a list. Oh, you got I a list. I actually
1: thought about this. So I'll start I'll start with my first one and then you can kind of as you come up with them just throw them out there. Uh, the first one I got, I don't you've probably seen this cuz this was like this was one that kind of spiked when we were younger, but very very briefly and it shouldn't have it should have gotten a lot more attention. Have you seen Enemy Mine? Mm-hmm. oh my god Craig actually is the one who uh mine. Introduced... mind yep mine like a landmine that's how you oh. spell it no it's it's quite good so the premise is it's obviously set in like an alternate future Earth is at war with this alien alien race and I cannot remember what they're called but they're like reptilian in origin and two enemy pilots crash land on a planet and neither one of them can get their ships working so they have to learn to work together to survive and it's it's a really good movie. I'm not gonna spoil it because it's there there's a twist with the uh the alien pilot, but it's 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 a very good movie. But it's kind of a cult classic, but not really. A lot of people never heard of it, and it's it's worth a watch. And actually, it holds up pretty well considering I think it was made in like the, the, the actually it might have been made in the seventies, seventies or eighties, hmm. and it holds up pretty well. Enemy mine. Enemy mine. Okay. okay. Let's check that oh. out. That? I I oh. like I like space. Well, and also, I've done all of you a favor. Uh, The movies on my list, I'm telling you where you can watch them. Unfortunately, as of right now, uh, when we recorded this, or streamed this, rather, Enemy Mine is only available by renting or buying it. But it's worth it. It's worth Pay the four bucks. It's worth watching. Or, you know, you could be a bad person and pirate it, but... Mr. Garrison cares about kids and okay? <laughs> God damn it, it's not a victimless crime. I mean, to be fair, it is with enemy mind now. They made their money. So Well I'm I not mean, I'm not saying you should
0: They do. made nineteen ninety four money. <laughs> That's like a Honda Civic and a house. Yeah. So like at
1: the ninety thousand dollar range. Oh no, it was more than that, I'm but still. So, no. But yes. Anyway, it's uh, well, and this wasn't on my list, but now I'm going to bring it up because I think you have seen this one, and I'm not recommending this. This is one of those movies that's just laughably. well, it's not bad, but it, it's 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 funny. Have you seen Legend with yeah. Tom Cruise? Yeah, That was terrible. Oh yeah, it's it's pretty bad. But I was sold it. I don't know if this is true. I've never or not.
0: watched all the way, watched all the way through. I couldn't.
1: Isn't Tim Curry like the demon thing? Like the the devil yeah. essentially yeah and tom cruise is i was sold this movie as a legend of zelda ripoff and i kind of see it barely but i mean yeah it's a ripoff it's like if you ordered legend of zelda from wish you would get legend (laughs) oh this was like another company outsourced to wish (laughs) yeah you're right but tom cruise placed the lead before he got he was up and coming at that point but he was by no means famous uh, because if he had been he would have never done that movie (laughs)
0: Okay, um, well, do you want to keep going with your list?
1: Yeah, but I just noticed Lord Slug down there. That's an obscure movie. It's not obscure at all. It's one of the better DBZ movies. <laughs> that was a very good one. Yeah, and D- it's one of my favorite DBZ abridged movies they did. Lord Slug. Oh, it's so good. That's, That's one good. of the ones I've actually seen. <laughs> <I> love- <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 and he gets on the pills or not out the pills the uh, yeah yeah was it the pills yeah they are yeah. pills <laughs>
1: wow look at them go it's like
0: uh, all right what? funny fact about Dragon Ball Z and I'm talking Dragon Ball Z uh in Japan um when they sub t- when they subbed or dubbed you know the anime
1: from over there the sensu beans are actually energy pills <laughs> Wait, seriously that's what they translate to <laughs> that's
0: what they translated from or whatever like that's, huh. that that that's what they called them they said give me the energy
1: pills are you sure you didn't watch the big green dub i don't like so. that child alone <laughs> <laughs> it's big green <laughs> hey <laughs> apparently there's a dub that's even worse um there are tons well, of well no others. no there's an english dub there, well it's it's a malaysian english dub i believe malaysian well because the big green uh, i might be getting that confused the the big green dub is a malaysian dub but it's for english-speaking audiences it was terrible Uh, there's one that's apparently worse and i can't remember the name of it but totally not mark on youtube did a video about it it is and apparently they did it all the way up to super and it is just horrendously (laughs) bad But uh, going back to Deep Z Bridge, my favorite bit they do is, I forget, I don't know the name because I'm not that big of a nerd, the the big chunky one. Actually, there's two bits they do with him that I love. And I'm not spoiling, I like, guess it's funny. Then Piccolo's like, let me guess, you're the pretty one, you're the one with freaky powers, and that makes you the strong, dumb one. Hey, fine, you're not, mine, you're not strong. Or tough, he says tough. He goes, thank you. But you said, give it a minute. Hey! <laughs> and then you remember the scene where Piccolo's fighting the same guy and then he goes into the building and then the big guy goes in to try to ambush him mm-hmm. they do like a whole looney Tunes bit where they keep looping the footage and like, <laughs> he's like I'm gonna co- I'm gonna come from the left let me see- oh, whatever. <laughs> they just keep doing it please don't break my arm it's so good
0: I just I don't know I, I don't get into his uh, bridge as much oh man I love it like I don't know, like just I want to watch the original anytime I watch it.
1: Especially once you, well, I mean, and that's kind of why I think Toei was really kind of being dicks about it because it's like all it did was drum up interest in DBZ again. Oh yeah, that's all it did. I think Chris Sabat wanted to like license. Well, I don't. He didn't want to license it, but he wanted to support it. He may have wanted to license it. I don't know.
0: Do you think that maybe they had a hand in? getting like more content content, made in a way oh you mean Team 4 Star yeah I'm not I'm not gonna
1: I'm not gonna say that they like I don't think they inspired Super but I think they definitely drummed up interest again and so much so Funimation agrees because they put a lot of the voice actors into video games like in Dragon Ball Xenoverse there's a random character you can walk up to that Takahata 101 voices and then the Apple voice Vegeta Vegeta I forget which character it is, but you can look it up on YouTube. You can find it. I had Xenoverse. I love Xenoverse, man, and I, I'm I'm weird. I'm the odd man out. I love Xenoverse so much, and I hated Fighter Z. I hated Fighter Z. Or fighters. Fighters. No, uh,
0: I was uh, actually uh, thinking of uh, a PlayStation Four online game um what was it uh dc online dc universe online oh
1: not a dragon ball game okay yeah yeah did yeah. you play that no but i want to oh dude you I heard it was you really literally weird. created your own like person like you could, you could be like a batman type character that's what i liked about xenoverse though i literally you create your character from scratch and i didn't bitch out i went with human i didn't go Saiyan. nah i didn't want the cheat codes man i wanted to beat saiyan's asses be like i am an earthling even
0: though all the Earthlings that are powerful enough to take out a Saiyan don't exist
1: yet. I mean, well, does Oob exist yet? In Super, yes, but he's not. He's a child. Yeah, he's a a kid.
0: I wonder if they are going to try the
1: end of Z. They said that was the plan, although they've kind of already ruined it because Did they
0: say that was the plan? Yeah, because yeah,
1: Well, they they planted it in um, uh, Dragon Ball Super. Because Dende mentions it to Goku before he goes and gets Frieza, I think. Or 17, not yeah, Frieza. Yeah, he said something about Oob. Yeah. And I, again, I'm weird. I love Oob. I thought it was great. I thought it was awesome that we finally get an Earthling that was up to par.
0: Yeah, but it's silly. The reason being is because why wouldn't there be an Earthling that's powerful? Why did it have to be a reincarnation of Majin Buu?
1: Because Goku asked for it.
0: <sighs> Right there. Akiyo Toriyama. He doesn't favor him at all. What, Goku? Yeah, I, I well, know. Duh. Well, duh. <laughs> you know, everybody says that, and they're like, well, doesn't Vegeta get his chance? Vegeta did get his chance. And it's like,
1: you know what? I don't care. Actually, here's the thing. Who, this that, Ultra Instinct, bitch? Well, Vegeta, Vegeta has alter, e, alter ego now. But here's the thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push back a little bit on everybody who says that Vegeta, really after the Cell arc is kind of a winner all around. And even if you look at his fighting record compared to Goku's, Vegeta's got a substantially better record. He just hasn't beaten Goku. Except once he has. And I'm not talking about the Buark. They did a sparring match and Vegeta was the last one to fall down. So he won.
0: I finally beat Gagarin! And I I I think uh, didn't didn't Goku wink his eye or something? Maybe, but I
1: still count that as a win. But no, and here's the thing: so Goku, like, yeah, Goku got Ultra Instinct. Vegeta unlocked a power all of his own, though. In in Super, oh, this yeah. is before Ultra Eagle Royal Blue, or I call Super Saiyan Blue too. It's better, damn it. Super Saiyan, Bluetooth. Well, it's Bluetooth. A, it's implied that it's on par from a power perspective, but Goku has the additional <laughs> uh, skills. Oh, you
0: scream it.
1: Anyway. So, yeah, we went on a long drive. Well, before we close on the Dragon Ball topic, are there any movies other than Lord Slug that really stand out to you? For Dragon Ball? Yeah, to tie it back in. I'm going to shout out. It's not an unknown movie. I'm going to shout out to the movie Dead Zone. Because, I think the animation is fucking sick. The story's lame, but um, the animation is just my favorite. favorite. Is uh... why do I not? My favorite movie they've done thus far is Tree of Might. Tree of Might's good. Tree of Might was awesome. Tree of Might—that's another one with really good uh, animation. But my favorite movie they've done thus far is Bro. The peter columbus i think that's who that was <laughs> yes i think you're right um but yeah uh broly's been my favorite dragon ball movie thus far at least that i've seen there's a handful of the z ones I the animation
0: seen. in that was really well sick really really i love that so dumb. and
1: like we we did a whole episode about dragon ball super superhero and i admit i'm a dinosaur in this i just love 2d animation i like the CG stuff is good, and we talked about in the Super Mario Brothers movie. The animation looked great, but I just like 2D animation, and I I just like it more. I'm, I know I'm a dinosaur, but I just like it. That's why I'm disappointed with Disney, because they've officially gone away from it. Because I'm a dinosaur. <laughs> so, uh, you want another space movie, right? Yeah, you got one? Yeah, it's called The Last Starfighter. Um, it looks like a B-movie. It is... It's kind of a B movie, but honestly, it's it, it's it's pretty solid for what it is. The premise is there's a kid who I think he lives in a trailer park. If I remember, he it's obviously lives in a poor area, and there's this arcade game outside of this convenience store that's close to his house called the Last Starfighter, and he manages to beat the high score because there's a super high high score on it. What it actually is, it's a recruitment tool from this intergalactic like um, I don't know what you would call it. Academy? academy? It's not an academy, because he goes straight to becoming a starfighter pilot. But it's a recruiting tool for this organization that basically protects the galaxy from this evil empire thing. Oh. And when he beat the high score... He's like on audition. Basically, yeah, but it's unassuming. Um, so anyway, he gets transported up, and, like, the villain is... I, I can't explain why the movie is as good as it is, because its it's pretty weak in terms of plot. I just think it kind of plays to, like, every young boy's dream of, like, oh, that would be so cool to you know, just be taken away and, you know, become a hero of the uh, galaxy or whatever. But it it's a pretty good movie. Unfortunately, it is not streaming anywhere that I'm aware of. It's also a rent or buy or do that thing that people do sometimes on the Internet. But, again, they've made their money, and it'll it'll be available to stream somewhere. Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> you know, uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. An-
0: another um, ch- a children's movie. And it, uh, Star Kid. Do you remember it?
1: The name rings a bell, but I don't think I've seen With it. With the little
0: red head. I can't remember his name, but there was a little red headed kid and this, like, spacesuit dropped down from space or something like that, and the kid ended up inside of it and c- could
1: control it and whatnot. I see another Dragon Ball movie on top. Which one is that? I can't read it.
0: The World's what? Strongest.
1: That's another good one. Uh, I didn't like The World's Strongest.
0: You want to see how
1: strong I am? <laughs> I just... Oh my gosh! I remember. I have. I have it, but it's the Funimation dub over. I'm just like, oh yeah. Do you remember? Hey. Kai-o-ken.
0: And that's not Funimation. That's Ocean. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, the original.
1: Say- the original. It's funny because he's actually. Kai-o-ken. The funny thing is, he's actually pronouncing it right. Yeah, but he just said Kyle I think he's actually uh <laughs> imitating oh god Masako Nazawa is in her name the the voice actor for Goku. Mm-hmm. I think he's actually imitating her when he does that because I'm sure that's what the Japanese sounds like. Well, a lot of
0: people got upset at the original voice actor for Goku because they were like it's not K-O-Ken, It's Kaioken. It's not spelled with
1: an e. It's spelled K A I O, right? Right. Well, Kaioken. but but Ocean messed that up first. Yeah. And then Funimation had a choice to make, and they elected. And I understand why they, why they did, because it had, it it had attracted a following up to that point, and to randomly change it mid series run would be jarring. You know, I know we brought back Kaioken for a little bit uh,
0: during. Uh, I was glad to see it back. I think we need to uh, get back to it like hit him use it more like
1: he only used use it well for, like, isn't even, that something they were doing battle. isn't that something they were doing with like the Moro arc because or what was it was it they couldn't go super saiyan or something i'm not caught up in the manga
0: they were not able to use any type of multipliers i believe oh so okay i believe Kaioken,
1: I, I, I think their base power is all they were able to use right but would Kyokan can apply I mean, I know it, I know it's a multiplier, but it's a temporary one. It's like a boost, not a... Mu- Actually, no. It's a boost, not a multiplier. Although Goku's been able to master it to the point where it is essentially a multiplier, so... I don't know. Internet, answer that. Answer it. Uh, you. Sorry, you were saying something about Starboy and then I very oh, rudely, no. rudely interrupted you. No, there was, there was no interruption. That was it. <laughs> um, this one you'll appreciate. The... Uh, Back I believe, nineteen seventy eight, animated the Lord of the Rings movie. Compared to the Peter Jackson movies, it pales in comparison. But you got to understand, it was a bef-
0: animation.
1: Well, and not only that, before Peter Jackson's <laughs> movies, it was all we had. And out of all the animated Tolkien works, I would say it's it's definitely the best movie. Uh, I don't know, The Hobbit was,
0: uh, The Hobbit was better but like it's very close it's it's real close. and then the return of the king was just awful
1: yeah but it was kind of like you have to bookend it i get it yeah but like it didn't even like completely tie in well they weren't supposed to do that one that was bashki was supposed to finish it but they essentially like they just kind of said it's like hey they went back to Rankin bass and said hey could you guys finish this and they were like really because Rankin bass in fact uh I forget his first name, but Bass essentially said he regretted doing it because he, he said they didn't do it um, the way they should have. Yeah. Yeah, it is rather jarring because you're like...
0: Because the animation with basically tracing over live actors was awesome.
1: It worked really well in the... Or- I'm sorry, man. It was so I, good. The last time I watched it was only a couple years ago, and I just remember like I remember when I was younger, those orcs used to creep me out. Like, they're freaky looking, man. The Balrog isn't scary at all, but, like, the Orc. Because it's just a black form with the red eyes, and you see their teeth, and it's like, oh, it's so good. It's so good. And then, um, what's the other thing? The Ringwraiths are scary as fuck in that movie, too. Mm. Especially when you see their, well, even when you're not seeing their true forms, but it's really freaky. Well, when they're, like, flying around in Nazgul. Right.
0: Do they? Those are the Ringwraiths.
1: Well, well no, mean, the, they did no, the no, Na, the Nazgul are the ring race. When I remember when they and actually Peter Jackson, there's a fun fact for you. Peter Jackson took. there's the Nazgul was the thing that flies. No, no, that's a fell beast. The Nazgul fly on the fell beasts. You're right. No, they are flying on them. Okay, okay. all rice, right. Race, on wings. I was so confused. I was like, I, I was like, I could have sworn those beasts were the Nazgul. No, because Nazgul means Ringwraith. It's just the uh, the black speech for Ringwraith. The fuck. I, to, my mind. to be oh. fair, I've re- I've actually read the appendices. <laughs> um, he also knew a little bit of Elvish. Oh, I knew I I've forgotten almost all of it. He used to be able to write it like on command too, but. Belroh, I've had sex since then. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Anyway, um, so there are there are scenes in the animated Lord of the Rings that Peter Jackson took and basically transposed into his movie because they're not in the book. Like the scene where the hobbits hide under the tree when the uh, the the Nazgul is there. That's not actually, or it's in the book where they're being pursued, but it's not like oh, the hobbits hid under a tree. That's not written in the book. That's just something that the Bashki movie did. Yes,
0: and then Peter Jackson stole it. Well, no, he didn't steal it. It was damn near the same thing.
1: Well, no, I would say it inspired because I don't think Bashki would be
0: because the the ring wraith or whatever he was when he leaned down the thing. And- it's that it's, he did that movie yeah.
1: too. it's freakier in the animated version though because he's like sniffing around and he's making the like the, the noises, and in Jackson's he's just kind of like there and he's already got the gauntlet. And actually, the scene where the the ring race actually come in and start stabbing the beds that was taken from the Bash. Yeah, movie too, but
0: honestly so. though, like even though the one in the cartoon makes noise, it's equally terrifying for it, them to not make noise. Just imagine a giant nine foot tall creature, twelve foot tall creature,
1: and just looking up and you're like yeah no it's 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 pretty scary um there was one other thing i wanted to touch so have you seen the memes going around that take the jackson north rings and they're like oh god what is it it's like the olympics in like 2035 <laughs> frodo's like what all they?" and then yeah, ericom they, they used were to be, be they, were they once men yeah <laughs> that's it it's so funny um what else before we uh they um, used to be men that um, unfortunately, that movie is also only available to buy or run. But that one, I suggest if you find it, buy it. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, the animated. The just,
0: version. L- oh, uh, animated. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, the animated, not yeah. the,
1: uh, not the Peter Jackson. Although buy those too. Now
0: we did watch it as children, but it, I wouldn't say it's necessarily child friendly.
1: No, maybe like a 12, 13 year old. I'm not gonna lie, I probably watched it too young because i remember when i first watched it i was very young i don't know though
0: like we watched a lot of stuff probably way too young but honestly like i don't feel like i'm a deviant or anything like that like
1: no i'm just talking about like i remember the first time i watched it they legit creeped me the fuck out
0: oh oh yeah 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 kids having nightmares
1: yeah no i'm not gonna lie like i saw it i was probably way too young for just the visuals are very very dark. I was watching Freddy Krueger and Jason when I was like four. That's true. Yeah, it's just different because it's like a it's a more ominous type of fear.
0: Oh, regard. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, because it's all very dark and it's kind of formless. They
0: resemble
1: death. Yeah,
0: like, that's so like you're like
1: ah. I would say they're closer to demons looking than orcs per se. Because like in the Jackson movies, the orcs aren't. They might be scary to, like, a very small child, but not. they're not super-duper scary. Not like no. these. If that movie came out today, they'd be accused of being racist because all the orcs are black. <laughs> like, literally black. They're not, yeah, yeah. they're not African-American. They're literally black. <laughs> um. So let's see. What else we got? Um... So there's a movie Jim Carrey did a while back called. It's actually Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet. Now this movie's well known in like film buff circles, but a lot of people on the street probably haven't heard of it. It's called Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. It's a good movie. It's so good. It's such a good movie. I thought it was hilarious because I actually saw it the first time um, because I was in a film class, and the only thing we did was we had to watch movies and then we had to discuss problem was this was like the fifth movie i had to watch and no this was the sixth one And one through five were dog shit i mean these were awful fucking movies they were chores to watch through so i'm expecting more of the same and i'm like oh great jim carrey and something that's not a comedy this is gonna suck and about halfway through the movie because it's weird like if you don't understand what you're getting it's weird but then about halfway through the movie i clicked what was happening and then i actually turned it off and started it over Because i have been kind of half-ass watching. So you're like,
0: okay, I need to give this an actual shot.
1: And then I've, like, zeroed in focus. And I still, every once in a while, I'll put it in. It's such a good movie because the ending is so... It's so goddamn good. I love the ending of that movie.
0: There are just some movies that just have the perfect ending. They
1: really are. And it's like... I know some
0: obscure movie, but... uh, And I know it's on everybody's list.
1: Uh, What is it? Uh, Shawshank Redemption. You have to watch Shawshank Redemption. The ending. Oh yeah. Well, and here's the thing about Shawshank. Like you, you definitely like Shawshank more than me. I've I've never loved 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 it, but it's such a good movie. You have to watch it at least once. It's right up there with. green mile green miles good and then um i just rewatched green mile not that long ago actually i just had this weird urge to watch the green mile so i
0: did back in the 90s dude there were so many good movies like good movies
1: i want somebody to explain to me how like i i haven't seen it and i'm probably not going to see it but like i saw the the new extended trailer for the new little mermaid the live action one it's 2023 how the fuck does a movie like hook look better actually no i'll do a direct comparison i haven't watched it yet but i've seen the trailer the new peter pan movie they put on disney plus how the fuck does hook look better than that movie when hook come out like 94
0: i can actually answer that i you. can't
1: i know the answer but no
0: it's probably not what you think we used to watch movies in 4-3 format so therefore details in the movies were not as noticeable and weren't as vibrant in color as they are on LCDs and OLEDs and whatnot. So, therefore, they have to put a lot into the backgrounds and whatnot to make them pop. So, therefore, you're you you know you're paying a little more attention
1: to the backgrounds instead of the story. Mm, yeah, I, I think you've got something there. But I'm even talking about just, like, I want to know when stuff started getting made so damn dark all the time. Because, like, Hook is vibrant, it's bright and colorful, and even nighttime... Like, if you take a movie that was made in the 90s, even the nighttime scenes are considerably brighter than... This
0: is not a racist joke. (laughs) When it comes to movies, black is cheaper.
1: Oh, I know, 100%. Particularly in animation. So, therefore, they save a lot of hours... And
0: save a lot of money.
1: Yeah, but I also think, like, I just don't understand it. Because I'm trying to think, okay, let's take a movie like Inception that had a lot of CGI. And never, it's
0: never seen that movie. I heard it's really You've good. never
1: seen Inception?
0: I've been trying to watch it. Oh, and dude. A, a, every time I always have an excuse.
1: Oh, no, dude, you've got to watch Inception. But I'll use that as an example. Inception is a very heavily effects-driven movie, but it looks great. And, again, that was, what, 2011? From what, or from what I've seen, it kind of looks like uh, Doctor Strange's world. But the VFX are better. And Doctor Strange is a newer movie. 100%. I'm not even joking. They're better? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. they look better. Alright. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I know it's a money issue, but you have companies like Disney that can essentially write blank checks for movies and yet these movies look so bad
0: you remember that movie what blank check
1: yeah i do
0: there we go
1: richie rich too oh man
0: i tell you what dude back in the early 90s into the late 90s even in the middle to that mid 2000s there were so many good
1: disney movies there were so many good movies in general and like oh i'm gonna add one to my list um i'll remember it so continue your point but yeah man they're just they just don't make movies like they used to. I know it's, it's not me it's just being an old man. Cause there are plenty of movies that have come out that I love. And I love the new, I'm also big on practical effects. I, I would, I would love to see a resurgence of practical effects and you do see it occasionally. Like all quiet on the Western front used a lot of practice, a lot more practical effects than you would expect a movie made in 2023. But, um, and I get it. I love it when they use CGI to enhance practical effects, and I think that's the best way to do it. Unless you're doing a completely animated movie.
0: No. I don't know. Uh, No, I was just going to say I was actually looking down right there in my VHS collection, and uh, I was looking at Angels in the Outfield. Oh,
1: those didn't hold up.
0: And (laughs) No, the video effects
1: on that are terrible. But in the 90s... But the movie is a damn good movie. And you overlook the which, let's be real, at the time, those were state-of-the-art. And we're like, oh my god, it's an angel on the uh, movie. Speaking of
0: state-of-the-art, down there, Casper, you remember when that first came out? You know what? How good it looked?
1: I don't think it looks that bad now. It
0: does not hold up. Just watched it the other day. Really?
1: I watched it not that long ago.
0: Well, I mean, if you watch it on DVD, sure. But oh. on VHS, no, sir. Maybe.
1: Uh, so before I forget the movie that I just thought about, Kevin Costner flick... And I remember it was so good. Talk about a sleeper hit because I was actually visiting my my ex-wife's family. Did you dare say Waterworld? No, 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 no. Waterworld was that? I thought that was Tom Hanks. No, that's Splash. You're right. Anyway, um, Wilson, so- <laughs> Wilson, um, I'm sorry. So this, uh, yeah, I, I didn't get what the big hubbub with Castaway was. No, uh,
0: there's actually a. Uh, I think it a family guy. Yes. And, like, he's, like, crying. He says, I'm sorry, Wilson. And he's, like, screwing the, uh. Yeah. yeah. We'll just go with that.
1: Um, so this movie, this movie comes on, and I'm bored out of my skull because I've been watching shit TV. Like, they watched a legit, like, six hours of Fear Factor. My, I was done. So bored. And I like Joe
0: Rogan, R- man, but I. Nah. Yeah. The I show. Know.
1: Yeah, I know. I rather watch Joe Rogan's podcast for 6 hours than 6 hours of Fear Factor for sure. But anyway, so this movie comes on and it's an older movie, I can tell, and I just went, "Oh fuck." Turns out this movie was fucking great. It's called No Way Out. The premise is uh Costner works for I want to say the CIA, and <clears throat> they know that there's a Russian. This is made in the 80s, so like but they know there's a Russian spy infiltrating the whole thing and I'm not going to give away the ending because it's weird but like oh man it's a it's a twist it's, it's a, a twist, twist. what the twist because they spend the whole movie thinking like oh it's got to be this person it's got to be this person it might be it might not be because they they pull a bunch of, they they do a really good job it's very very good well, let's uh let's see if
0: we can get some uh, old old school horror fans all right, I got one for you. But I think uh, I'm going to try to work it out to a short.
1: <clears throat> Thank you for telling us what you Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so, yeah. If you didn't know, now you know there is an older movie called Dr. Giggles. And it was a uh, horror movie. And, obviously, the doctor was a dentist. And so, basically, he killed people with his dentistry tools. But the thing is, as a baby... He cut his own way out of his mother with a scalpel. How did a scalpel end up in the womb with him? Who knows? But it's an obscure old horror movie. And to be honest, it's horrible. But hey, it's a good one to watch.
1: Maybe. (laughs) Dr. Giggles. Dr. Giggles. I just think Dr. Gigglesworth. Dude, it's... Give him the scalpel. Mr. Chinsworth. (laughs) Um, so this one I can't remember if I've told you about this this one was definitely this movie did not get its due and it's a newer movie I think it came out in 2018 should have been the top comedy of the year but for some reason it wasn't and I described this so top comedy top comedy yeah Um, do you remember the movie Bridesmaids right Mm -hmm. okay so Bridesmaids was sold as the female version of Superbad but Bridesmaids wasn't that good Oh, I love that movie, Bridesmaids. Yeah, Ugh, no, it's the shits, dude.
0: It was the shits, dude. When the girl, when she she's like, I'm pooping, and she just she's shitting on the road. So here's
1: here's here's my beef with Bridesmaids. Before I reveal the movie that actually is the girl version of Super Bad, but is arguably a better movie, but same vein of comedy. Um, my problem with Bridesmaids is they just, and this is super sexist. I know they ratcheted up the the. Not even, not even the nasty fact. But they, they, they went out of their way to make it dirty. And I'm sorry, just it's not as funny when girls are acting fucking like that. When boys do it, it's hilarious. I don't know. I love. I, I did I, not I like bridesmaids. It. I did not like bridesmaids at all. Do you um, gross that when a girl farts. It's not. That, it's not that I'm grossed out. It just to me it seems like. To me, it seems like they're trying too hard. <laughs> I
0: need to end this date right now. <laughs>
1: he says, yeah. yeah. Yeah, to what? Jay, be on my side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Something's in the way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, the movie that actually is like the girl version of Super Bad is called Blockers. This movie, um, so John Cena's in it. And he seals the show. He's fucking hilarious. This movie made me laugh so hard in the theater that I I legitimately fell out of my seat. My stomach was hurting Uh-oh. from gut, gutbusters from the guffawing women comedy when talking about men's yes, thank you. Right. So, and Blockers has some dirty jokes, but I don't know the way they do it is just smarter. I think because there's this, there's this great line. So the premise of Blockers is there's three girls that are seniors in high school and prom's coming. Like, it's a very cliche story, but it's I promise it's good. So the two of, two of the friends make a pact that they're going to lose their virginity on prom night, but they flip it on its head because only one of them has a boyfriend. And then the other girl's like, yep, I'm going to do it too. And I'm going to do it with that guy, you know, just like real select. And the other one's not sure. But then later she comes up and the joke lands so well. She's like, Chad? is gonna tap that ass i doubt we'll do anal the first time <laughs> what the fuck? it's such a good movie it's hilarious john cena butt chugs a 40 <laughs> i know it's so funny though how have i never heard of this because but? it didn't get advertised i saw it randomly i saw one commercial um and probably because i'm a wrestling fan so i probably got tagged in the ad i saw it on facebook and the only reason I probably saw it is because I, I'm a wrestling fan and John Cena's in it. That's probably the only reason why I saw it. But I've told so many people about this movie and they're like, blockers? I've never heard of it. It didn't get the attention that it deserved. Leslie Mann's in it. She steals the show. She's hilarious in it. The whole movie's just nonstop laughs, but it actually is a really good story and has some really good storytelling parenting moments. So it's like a good movie that's also hilarious. Mm. And uh, let's see, blockers—you can only rent it or buy it. Definitely buy it; it's it's worth it. It gets the Jake stamp of approval. Oops. And by the way, thank you, Jay. You know what I'm talking about. I should be pointing at the camera. You know what I'm talking about.
0: He says, uh, "Was that about the same time as Neighbors came out?"
1: I think Neighbors was slightly before neighbor i mean slightly after neighbors sorry oh damn so then blockers is relatively new 2018
0: oh okay
1: yeah that's what i'm saying it's a it's a it's an absolute tragedy well, bridesmaids was like 2010 wasn't it or yeah 2011 like yeah i think it was 2011 oh but that
0: you, you, they said that that was supposed to be the answer to breaking or breaking bad <laughs> they
1: <laughs> mr white <laughs> open the door <laughs> oh i forgot oh yeah so, we what did out. we fuck up? We were both wrong about Ominor. Although I see how we made the mistake. Actually, I found the meme you were talking about. So yeah. I understand why you thought it was Walter there Jr. There are so many memes with them. So it's actually just a rigged doorbell video of a guy who I presume he has to shit. And he's just like, Ominor! And, <laughs> and I, for some... Because it, to me it sounds like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio on What's Eating Gilbert Grape. And I guess I just artificially inserted that into the movie but you're right it it sounds different because i went i tried to find it because i was like damn it i know it's (laughs) like if
0: you put another voice in someone else's mouth you know like you can hear that i don't
1: want to be going around putting my voice in other people's mouths (laughs) i I wish i
0: was a a very good ventriloquist that would be funny that would be hilarious. so much fun.
1: I'd fuck with people in public all day long. Like when
0: uh, Walter was making it. I think Walter was, or Walter Peanut, uh, Jeff Dunham, and he was like saying something about putting voices in places where it shouldn't be. And he was talking about saying it in a vagina. Yeah. Hello, 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 hello.
1: Oh my God. Um, but yes, definitely. If you watch any, actually that's not true. You should watch all these movies. But Blockers, especially if you like comedy, it's it's up there and actually I will let you borrow my copy cuz you will love it. Love it. You will, it's so good. It's funny as hell. Um uh, so on a more serious note unless you have something bad.
0: Uh sure. Um Oh <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> I believe the movie came out in 2007. Uh Cillian Murphy is in it from Peaky Blinders and uh well from a lot of stuff, but it's called Sunshine. And it's a space movie but they are on the, the apparently the sun's core has stopped and so basically it's the earth is a cold place right then and there and uh they're flying with these types of megaton nukes or whatever they are to reignite the core. It is a beautiful movie.
1: Yeah, it's was, crazy. you told me about it. You said it on an earlier episode. Mark Strong is in it? Yeah, I want to watch it. And
0: it is his uh I'll just say the last the last few scenes with him in it wow good shit oh my gosh like hands down it's amazing just the way he talks it sounds like a crazy preacher man
1: oh and brothers and
0: sitting. no I don't like that but
1: um uh, what's that called again sunshine
0: sunshine so I do believe it's I don't think it's available on any platforms I, I'm pretty sure it's just a rent or buy yeah
1: um so definitely
0: support them definitely because that was a great movie that went absolutely nowhere it
1: was a sundance film oh okay so it was an independent yep very cool very good movie i would support more independent film if they weren't just so bad all the time it's a lot of indie films suck well unfortunately they ain't got the money yeah well it's they don't suck because of the production value they suck because yeah the story's lame but it's so funny how South Park called that because I think it's in season one when they have the gay cowboys eating pudding. Oh my God. That was before Brokeback Mountain, by the way. Dude, I That's forgot about that. that. No, but here's the funny thing. That was before, that was Brokeback, before Mountain. Brokeback Mountain. They called that shit. Except Brokeback Mountain's actually a really good movie and it was not an independent <laughs> film, but... I just... That was so funny. <laughs> I do love... If, if you, you know, you know. I do love Joe Rogan's bit about Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> He's just like, ah! um, so you ma- oh. So, you imagine what the cows think? Ah, what the fuck? He's like, <laughs> first of all, that's just rude. Um, so this next movie was, okay, so a little backstory. I used to be a huge fan of Ridley Scott. And then Robin Hood came out. <laughs> And, uh, yeah. With, uh, uh, God damn, Russell Crowe. Yeah, don't watch it. It's not good. Uh, what, is this newer? Eh, like, uh. 2018? No, no, it's older than that. I think, like, it might have been 2008. Oh.
0: I'm just, I, I, I was, I was just thinking about, uh, Prince of Thieves. Is, that, is that Oh, it yeah, was? that's
1: Kevin Costner.
0: That was a damn good movie. I love Prince of
1: Thieves. Like, it's so bad, it's good. Yeah, but Men
0: and Oh,
1: 2010. Men in Tights is the best Robin Hood movie ever. Actually, we're going to add that to the list, because there's a lot of people who have never heard of Robin Hood Men in Tights. Holy shit. Um, and I believe it's streaming for free with ads on YouTube. Watch, watch
0: all these older funny movies. So actually, Seriously, just watch them.
1: So actually, what you should do, you should watch, if you haven't seen it already, watch Robin Hood Prince of Thieves, and then watch Men in Tights so you get all the references. Listen,
0: if AI deletes all our movies and tries to recreate them with something, just know we will try to confuse you <laughs> because we, we won't know what's gone. going on because AI took over.
1: Oh my god, the Robin Hood Men in Tights is... Oh, it's so funny and it's so good. It's like non-stop punchline, but not in an obnoxious way. It's like Monty Python. It's very much in the spirit of a Monty Python movie. Um, Mel Brooks is ma- well one of his many masterpieces. Spaceballs is great too. Love Spaceballs. But uh, yes, Robin Hood Menante. I think Robin Hood Menante is prob- is my favorite Mel Brooks movie. It's just so good. I could watch that movie on demand anytime, and it would still be funny. Um, but so anyway, Ridley Scott um, loved Ridley Scott's like Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott did like Gladiator, for example. If you don't know,
0: that's crazy. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. Oh, Gladiator is so good. That's a great movie. It's and so then she
0: also did friggin' Alien. Yes. Yep. The newer Aliens were awesome. Did you see them? No, Prometheus. And, I've been told uh, so many. T- so th- the reason I didn't Covenant.
1: see the reason I didn't see Prometheus and Covenant is because this is after I stopped liking Ridley Scott because Robin Hood was that bad. Like it was that bad. Covenant wasn't the best. Prometheus was fucking awesome. That's what that's what I've been told. But then Ridley Scott came out with this little gem called The Last Duel, and this is the fault of well it's not they blame this is the fault of the studio but they blamed it on covid so it was supposed to get this big theatrical release and adam driver is stars in it matt damon's in it ben affleck actually is amazing in it is he is is his mom Minnie driver who ben Affleck? adam driver no i don't think they're related Are you sure adam driver's from indiana Yes, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Hang on. I'm going to check real quick. Adam Driver's from Indiana. He is from Indiana. Where else is he Driver into? Holy crap. He went to the University of Indianapolis before he went to Juilliard. Oh. So he's from, like, here. <laughs> here, here. Um, let's see. Early life. Wow. Wow. <laughs>
0: And to think... He, nope, uh, he
1: is the son of Nancy Wright and Joe Douglas Driver. Look at his Marine Corps photo. <laughs> he went to the Marines? Yeah, he was a Marine. Huh. Yeah, Adam Driver's a badass, by the way. Um, Let's see, he was born... Born to be down. That's for you. I'm trying to see when he... Because he was born in California, but I'm trying to see when he came to Indiana. Okay, so he wasn't here that long. Like
0: on a political note, that sucks. But on a geographical note, <laughs> that sucks. What sucks moving from California to Indiana?
1: Yeah. Depends on where you're at in California. Well, he he moved here way before California became completely insane. But anyway, yeah, back in the good days. So the last duel is kind of I saw it when I saw it in the theater. Um, I saw it as Ridley Scott's, you know, kind of resurgence, because th- it brought back everything that I loved about Ridley Scott, period pieces. Um, pretty accurate. There's a couple of things here and there that they just do for the movies, and that, but that's common shit, i.e. during the duel you can see their faces and they would not have taken off their helmets. But, like, you want to see the actors' faces, I get it. For the most part, and then, like, yeah, sometimes they do stupid things, i.e. running into water on foot against people that have bows and arrows and outnumber you, <laughs> you know, that kind of shit but for the most part um it's very good and i was shocked because it's like matt damon and ben affleck in a period piece but it doesn't feel like you just put matt damon and ben affleck in cod pieces and said play boys you know they, it's, it, it's very very good the duel at the end is sick i love the fight choreography and i know The super history buffs are going to talk about how, like, it's not how it happened. I know, but it looked so good. And actually, the actual, when he actually kills him, that apparently is accurate to the account of how he killed him. So, the duel itself is actually quite accurate from the source material overall for a Hollywood feature. It's amazing considering you have movies like Braveheart that had the Battle of Sterling Bridge without the bridge. So,. Um, but yeah the last duel is exceptionally good it's it looks great like it's shot beautifully um, i forget what they actually call it in film school but th- basically it's a it's the same chain of events but from three different perspectives and i normally hate those movies but this movie does it so well well it's hard to tie them together well but in this case it's not hard to tie because it's like they lay out the basic story in the first account and then you revisit certain places in the story but then you add to it so it's not like it's not like okay from it's not like this week from his perspective and then the same week like it blends together so it's very very well done it was on HBO max and now it is not apparently now it's a rent or buy thing but I highly recommend checking it out because I went to see it in the theater twice by myself I sat alone in a very very empty theater each time and um, I a lot of people slept on it but I again I blame the studio because once again I only saw this movie I only saw the trailer for this movie on Facebook I never saw like a theatrical trailer on TV or anywhere that's that's like uh, what was it flatliners
0: flatliners yeah there you go so uh, flat <laughs> there you go <laughs> there's actually two of them uh, there's a uh, early 90s movie and then there's a somewhat newer one uh, they just remade it and it flopped hard but it was it was okay anyway
1: flopped hard the original flatliners
0: was like I said I, I believe early 90s maybe even late 80s uh Kevin Bacon was in it and basically what they were doing was they were flatlining each other's heart and oh. they they were they were they were supposedly dying they're dead I remember and they that. were visiting loved ones in heaven or whatever they thought it was and uh, yeah, but in the old one, they just get a little bit of information from the dead. But in the newer one, it's a little different. It's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. So you just reminded me. not a good
1: movie by any means. It's an interesting premise. So you just reminded me of another movie, which again, I'm just like that one. I'm not gonna say it's good, but I honestly think it's worth seeing, um, especially if you're into like the Divine Comedy. You appreciate it. Robin Williams was in it. What dreams may come? There's a fan, fucking, tastic movie. I loved it, but I like it's a little bit on. It, it's an it's on the atypical side. My wife
0: had never seen it, and uh, this was back before we got together. And she was asking me for recommend. We worked together, and she was asking me for recommendations for movies. And I said, "Watch what dreams may come." Don't
1: watch what dreams may come if you're feeling depressed. Oh, it's it's a fantastic movie. It's though. great, but honestly, if you're feeling some type of way. Don't watch it then, wait till you're feeling a little bit better because it can fuck with you. Or if bit. you have issues with uh suicide. Yeah, definitely don't watch it if you have issues with suicide. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of terms in it. <laughs> well not only that, of, it's it's I mean it's a very dark film. It's a very dark Especially
0: film. Especially for being Robin Williams.
1: Well that I think that's why it's so good. Robin Williams had this he had this face that he could make and it didn't matter what kind of movie he was in, he'd do it in comedies, too. He did it in Mrs. Doubtfire. He had this way of where he would smile, but it was almost like he was crying at the same he wasn't actually crying, but he'd be smiling, but his eyes almost looked like he was sad. And it's I've never seen anybody else be able to do it, but Robin Williams does it in just about every movie he's been in. But oh my god, on what dreams may come, he just masterclass, although I've never seen Robin Williams in a bad movie. Well no, I take that back, Toys. Toys was awful. It's but that bad. wasn't his fault. It still got it. Still, it still was highly rated. Yeah, I maybe it, maybe I'm the odd one out, but yeah, what dreams may come is very good. Um, this next movie, I I I recommended it to you. I don't know if you've seen it yet, but I think you have. This is an animated movie, so you wouldn't have seen it in theaters. Mm-hmm. Although, yeah. although I honestly think it could have done well if they'd given it a theatrical run. Um, before. Oh, he's talking about The Last Duel. It's it's hard. To, I'm, I'm trying to remember because really Scott tends to inject. He kind of does. It was one of my only issues with the movie. And for those of you who've seen it, the last account, the caption, that's where I kind of rolled my eyes. But to answer your question, Jay, it's really hard to say because there are accounts of it, but even the accounts from the time vary. And everything from that time period is really, really... You have to take those kinds of records with a grain of salt because, unfortunately, is the case, it was very male-centric at the time. Um, and no, it wasn't one of the first accusations. What The reason it's called The Last Duel is because it was the last, um, I don't know how you would call it, the last court-sanctioned duel in France. Yeah, it was the last court-sanctioned one. No, yeah, like it's a minute behind.
0: Yeah, the uh delay is awful.
1: It's what we've clocked. It's not seven seconds, it's longer than that. It's
0: gotten worse. Yeah, it's really bad. Because we, we haven't been talking about that for about like literally three yeah, or four that's minutes.
1: That's true. Yeah. Oh god, that's really bad. No, it got super delayed last time, although I don't know what we did. But yeah, we'll we'll work with it. But yeah, to answer your question, um it, it, it From what I understand, and I listened to a podcast with a history professor and the author of the book that the movie was based on, actually, and they were talking about how parts of the movie you can take kind of liberally because they just don't know what happened. They have some ideas, but it's open to interpretation in some areas. But they do have accounts of the duel itself, and it was the last judicial. That's the word I was looking for. It was the last judicial duel in Europe, I believe. Um, There were duels after that, but they weren't court-sanctioned. So that's why it's called The Last Duel, for those who are wondering. I challenge you to a duel. Um, where? Oh, so the animated movie. Um, it is on HBO Max, um, but I recommend you buy it because I bought it before I ever got HBO Max. It's Batman Under the Red Hood. Mm, that's uh, Jensen Ackles. Yes, it is. He plays uh, the Red Hood. Does a great job, too yeah he uh he he should have got the
0: the batman movie instead of robert pattinson i
1: agree i would have been all over that shit
0: well i did not dislike the batman i did he hated but it. we did
1: a whole episode on it so we don't need to go in there but there was something in the way of me enjoying that movie and its name was robert pattinson <laughs>
0: yeah jensen ackles definitely jensen ackles would be play. such a good batman i mean considering uh he hasn't seen it yet he's seen maybe a couple scenes but his portrayal of Soldier Boy and the boys, fudge.
1: It's funny you mentioned that because so I, I went through and watched some clips. And after I watched those clips, I'm like, okay, I got to watch this show now. Oh, yeah. It's on my list, but I'm like, I got to watch it. Well, then that's in now.
0: season three. So, like, literally, you got some time before you get there. But the thing is, like, everything, you're going to be like, I love this show. Yeah, I,
1: I, 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 it's not that I don't think I'll like it, which, by the way, did you try Invincible yet? No, not yet. Yeah. That's another really good one, but. I will I will watch the boys. I'm going to make I'm finishing actually. I probably won't finish Rings of Power cuz it's bad. But um but yeah, Batman Under the Red Hood is such a good and there's a lot of really good animated Batman movies out there, but this one to me seems like it kind of got I think it came out when DC wasn't really super de duper popular. So I think it kind of got super de duper I'm going to be a super D-duper Saiyan. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, Batman, it's my favorite Batman movie, period. Including The Dark Knight. And I The Dark Knight's great. Not hating on The Dark Knight at all, but the story, uh, the story they tell in Under the Red Hood is so damn good. It's my favorite kind of Batman. Um, and then going back to Ridley Scott, now this one has a caveat. Um, it's another Ridley Scott movie, which the theatrical version of this movie is okay. The director's cut, however, is a masterpiece. Kingdom of Heaven. But, I will warn you, the director's cut is almost four hours long. But it doesn't feel like it's four hours long. It's extremely good. And actually, if you've seen the theatrical version, and then you watch the director's cut, there were some, like, the editor... Deserves an Oscar because they actually change the story around by eliminating scenes and changing the what you infer from information given in scenes that were kept in the theatrical cut, but they're actually talking about somebody completely different. They eliminate characters, they eliminate complete parts of the story. The director's cut of Kingdom of Heaven is a masterpiece. Um. I see why the theatrical version didn't do super... I liked the theatrical version, but then I saw the director's cut, and I was like, oh, the theatrical version sucks. What's the premise? So, and I will say, it's not historically accurate, but actually to the point where I like that movie so much that I learned the history of the people, the characters, and I've actually, if I have anything to say, if I have my druthers, my firstborn son will be named Balian because this dude is a fucking badass. So Balian of Ibelin actually did defend Jerusalem against Saladin and the Muslim invaders after the Second Crusade. Before this is when the Muslims took back uh, Jerusalem. He didn't. He defended it because there were still civilians inside, and he eventually held the city long enough to where Saladin, or Saladin as he's known by kind of Western uh, sources, agreed to grant. Pretty much everybody's safe passage, and he ransomed. Like he made he made ransom deals, but they were very very generous for the time. And a bunch of people who couldn't pay, he ended up just letting a bunch of them go anyway, instead of actually taking them into slavery. Um, it's it it's such cool history that you just don't learn about in school. Free lunch. <laughs> yeah, they but, they got free lunch. Well, so but the uh, the premise is. And this is inaccurate. Balian of Ebelin was a nobleman. He was never a blacksmith. Um, But in the movie, Balian is a blacksmith. His father, he's he's the illegitimate son of a knight who is a baron of Ebelin in the Holy Land. So he's dying, so he comes, gets his son. His son becomes a nobleman. And through circumstance and chivalry and all this, he ends up defending Jerusalem against the uh, Muslim invasion. And the story proceeds pretty much as history dictated although at the end he goes back to france after being baron of Ebelin and hooking up with princess Sibylla of jerusalem he goes back to france and becomes a blacksmith again yeah no fuck that (laughs) uh balian did go back to europe but he was a nobleman still but yes kingdom of heaven the director's cut only though i mean watch the theatrical if you want to but it's not nearly as good What else we got? Um, another animated film. So, this one, it's it's a well-known movie, but... So are you familiar with how, uh, Studio Ghibli? Mm-mm. Okay, so probably the most famous uh, animation studio in Japan. Now, Studio Ghibli is very well-known, but this movie, I think it's passed over in lieu of a lot of other Ghibli movies like uh, Spirited Away, Castle in the Sky, those. Princess Mononoke. It's the best one in my opinion it's a great story Animation's fucking beautiful came out in 1997 i don't remember when it came to the states but in japan it came out in 97 really actually actually knocked off titanic as the highest grossing film in japan in 97 so titanic was number one and then princess mononoke knocked it off that's yeah. wild i understand it so actually there's there are books you can buy that are kind of companion pieces that go in depth on like i read a paper this is a college paper as to why that movie didn't do what well, she didn't do well here because anime was still it like it was known but a movie like princess mononoke wouldn't have done well we were still getting used to it exactly it wasn't this was
0: and it was the, truly the nerds who were into it yes because
1: like, this was the period when they stopped lying about where anime came from they're like yeah it's japanese because like when we were kids, they would, they wouldn't tell you it was Japanese. They just called it cartoons. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you want to watch cartoons? Yeah, the term anime actually got thrown around a lot. What was uh, Toonami? Actually, Toonami is where I saw the first uh, preview of Princess Mononoke, and I'm like, I gotta watch this.
0: Cause Toon, and anime, Toonami.
1: Yeah. Toonami's entire purpose was to normalize anime, anime. to Western audiences, like. It, they didn't hide it. I know. Thank right? God they did, because oh, could you
0: imagine if Dragon Ball never came to the states?
1: I'm one of those people who I think if it hadn't been for Dragon Ball, Pokemon wouldn't have taken off as much as it did. You think so?
0: I do. I feel like Pokemon was a monster to be reckoned with. It was.
1: It like was. You guys
0: and those Pokemon cards
1: and whatnot. But like, but here's why I say that though. So the whole reason toonami really happened wasn't specifically to bring dragon ball back onto the air but it was a driving force behind the decision because dragon ball z's original run which some of you guys forget this you think it originated with toonami it did not it had an initial run that while numbers were disappointing it showed that there was an audience for it and i think if that hadn't happened pokemon wouldn't have gotten the push That it had gotten because pokemon would have succeeded if it had been given the push like it did but i don't i I think if dragon ball didn't attract that audience and show television executives that no kids will watch this stuff i know it looks different but kids will watch it i don't know if pokemon would have gotten the push that it got i'm I'm, i may be wrong but
0: i don't know i uh i just remember a lot of kids knowing that damn theme song Versus the Dragon Ball theme song.
1: Dragon, dragon, rock the dragon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> However the... Yeah,
1: yeah. man, they don't do theme songs anymore, and that's a shame. They do, in, they do in anime.
0: Well, because most intros to TV shows and whatnot, they're like two seconds long now. I know, and it sucks. Like, back in the day, you had to have one minute of an intro.
1: well yeah, it, it, got wasn't you, a,
0: it wasn't an actual show.
1: It got you hyped up. Yeah.
0: That was, uh, those were the days.
1: Even the Funimation went, which we were spoiled with Rock the Dragon, but. <laughs> yeah, because.
0: That shit was so hot, though. It was. kids like, yeah, we're rock stars. We listen to corn, and we're too broke to have a strobe light, so we'll just watch the episode of South Park. Where they play "Falling, uh, f- falling, well, f- uh, falling Away from yes. Me," and
1: Antonio, garage. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so yes, Princess Mononoke is very good. Um, yeah, so you should watch it. It's on HBO Max, so you can watch okay. Batman Under the Red Hood and then Princess Mononoke.
0: Well, speaking of, I need to watch. I need to watch that. Which one? Under yeah. the Red Hood. Yes, it's it's very good. Because doesn't uh, Joker kill? Yeah, uh, yeah, it okay, is, yeah. No, yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's not. I'm a spoiler. not gonna finish that.
1: It's not a spoiler though. Like if you're into Batman, you know that the Joker. No, because you might not, not have seen it. Well, I'm not do well but it doesn't ruin it. It right, happens right. at the beginning of the movie. Joker right, kills it? Robin. Yeah. There you go. But it's what happens after. Um, it have I don't know.
0: I, I was actually going to start. Uh, you remember on um, whose lines anyway? Where they did the songs where they like
1: you are so horny tonight and i love it
0: when you say put in me <laughs> that's such a good game <laughs> oh man <laughs> like it's, as soon as you stop talking that's just what popped in my mind <laughs> And then that's why I said that, and I was like, he's not, he has no idea what the fuck I'm doing. He's probably like, like, what the fuck is he doing? That's why I
1: asked. (laughs) So, but it's so funny how we just accidentally tie shit in together. So this next movie, I love telling the story. So, picture it. Saturday night. I'm still, I'm young. I'm probably 12 or 13. I can't sleep for shit. I don't know why. So, I, got, I I didn't have a TV in my room when I was growing up, so I went out to the living room. I have four and a half channels to choose from. So, it's slim Pickens. I need a distraction. So, back in the old days, when you had over-the-air television, late at night, you would get one of two things. You would either get infomercials or older or just B-movies. It was very rare, too, because it wasn't on demand. Or church. Or church, yeah. Um, It was very, very rare that you would just be channel surfing and catch the very beginning of a movie. I happened to do that this one time. And this movie came on that was so good, I watched the whole thing and then was like, shit, I'm not going to sleep. The movie was called Boulevard. It was made in 1994. Pretty solid flick. So it's about this woman whose husband beats her, right? Like, very abusive relationship. She finds out she's pregnant, so she bails. She splits. Ends up living on the street, befriends a hooker, decides to take up hooking to support herself, but then, oh, but then her ex tracks her down. He watched this at 13 years old? Well, it was on... By himself himself. at night? (laughs) It was on censored television, by the way. There there may or may not be a lesbian sex scene, and I'm not being facetious. I don't know, because it was censored television. They implied that there might be, but I watched the censored version. But No I, lesbian sex scenes? I think there's two. <laughs> <laughs> You're a
0: pig. I don't even know who you are.
1: <laughs> Bros before hells. Dang it. Um... But I found out recently. So the thing is, I watched this movie randomly, and for years, I found it on IMDb, but I can never find it. I can never find it to buy it. Like, it was sold out on Amazon. I can never find it. It's on Tubi TV now for free. So guess what I'm going to watch now? This might be a Once Upon a Forest effect for me. I just realized I need to explain what I mean by that. So you remember the movie Once Upon a Forest? came out when we were really young. Sounds familiar. Okay. So it was an animated movie. They were trying to compete. It was when Fox Animation was trying to compete with Disney. When I was younger, I remember that movie being really, really good. So I recommended it to is my girlfriend at the time, we were looking for something to watch. I'm like, hey, like we were going through this kick of like old childhood movies and I'm like, Oh, you gotta watch Once Upon a Forest, it's great. I'm watching this movie, I'm like, This movie fucking terrible. I remember it so I dubbed it the once upon a forest effect. When you remember something that was great when you were a kid and then you watch it as an adult and you're like, This fucking sucks. I've got and so may, many I've got an example of that um the
0: <clears throat> the original uh oh my gosh Drawing blank the original I it never ending much. story was yes. great no no the original was great the second one was god awful
1: oh the second one was god awful anyway but no man you and I disagreed on this because I remember well, the first the first one's a,
0: is <sighs> it's a, not a, Is a classic it
1: was such a once upon a story effect for me 'Cause I'm like, this movie doesn't know what it's trying to do. The original did. No, it did not. It it was Well, it was also translated. I know, but it's still like it has no idea what it's trying to do and then gave every child who watched it psychological trauma. What? When the horse died. Oh yeah. <laughs> you stupid horse! RTX. Yeah, but the, but the
0: thing is though, like, you know, that taught us at a very young age that there are certain things that's that can true. happen, you know? It's like, that. that's that's the problem we've gotten away from today. Kids are all shoved in the corner <laughs> and babied. That's true. And so when bad things happen, it really super affects them. You I don't know what? Run.
1: That's a good way to put it, because I, like, I understood what the movie was trying to do, but I'm like, damn, that got dark really fast. But it's true. It's a metaphor for depression. And after that happens, Atreyu has to get up and keep going. Because he's literally well, we know. Spoiler alert: Bastion ends up saving the day in the end, but that's the point. But as far say as, my name, yeah, my adult self really was like, <laughs> say my name, Bastion. <laughs> but um, as, far, <laughs> as far as far as <laughs> the tra- up until that part,
0: I- I'm like, yeah, yeah, the love this movie. And then that part gets there, I'm like, All right, I can shut it
1: off now. It's getting a little weird, but um. As far as Atreyu is concerned, he's the only one who can stop the darkness. It's the darkness, right? Mm-hmm. Or the nothing. I'm sorry, the no, nothing. it's the nothing. The nothing. Atreyu, as far as Atreyu is concerned, he's the only one that can stop it. So it's like, yeah, he just lost his friend, but... Dude, when he
0: uh, is talking to the turtle and the, and the turtle sneezes... Now, okay, that's funny. Yeah, and he's, and he's just like, uh oh, oh, oh. And he stops in, and he's just like, da, 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 and, he,
1: Boo! Well, and then like the weird, like Egyptian-looking guard things that like fry people who try to go in. That shit's it, the movie's all over the place. It man. was just like,
0: like you have to make it through the gate, and it's like there's no all gate. All he did was
1: run through, though. That's why didn't anybody else do it? No, it's because he dodged him. Dip, duck, <laughs> dodge, dive. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge and a laser shooting Anubis statue. <laughs>
0: But uh, remember the bigger ones? Yes. But they didn't shoot anything out. I don't remember what the... I think they were just there.
1: You know what? If I'd been a trader, I'd been like, fuck, I stopped hunting the purple buffalo for this shit. Yeah.
0: But he did. Yep, he sure did. Actually, he didn't die. No, I'm he didn't die. No. What
1: do you got? Uh, oh, so, uh... So, Boulevard. Um, Boulevard. I'll probably watch it this weekend, actually, and I'll report back next week to see if it is a victim of the Once Upon a Forest effect or not. Or But up. it's not a children's movie, so, I mean... Somebody stepped on a bullfrog. <laughs> Dude, I love it when I catch you off guard. Like, cause... the freaking frogs are gay! <laughs> no, man, I love catching you off guard because your, like, off-guard laughs always are hilarious as <laughs> what was your last one <laughs> <laughs> um uh i can't
0: i can't wait i can't wait to go to going to be so much- <laughs> i
1: you know what if we ever get famous uh, if we ever get big time famous like even i'd say like an eighth mr beast famous
0: oh dude even a 10th
1: yeah if we get there we'll have a contest and the winner's Get to go to Kings Island with us for the day. You got to get here, but we'll we'll get you in.
0: Well, if we if we get that famous, we'll, we'll probably be able to afford to. That's true. Yeah, take care of their
1: expenses. Yeah, that's true. Let's not cheap out. Um, God, this came full circle again. I've told you about this movie, but you probably forgot Gladiator, but not the one you think. So there was a movie that came out in 1992, and it's a boxing movie starring a young Cuba Gooding Jr. who does phenomenal in this movie, called Gladiator. The premise of the film is a young strapping lad named Tommy moves to, he lives in Chicago, but he moves to a new area of Chicago, the inner city, has to go to a new school because his dad took a new job. Now his dad has some gambling debts that Tommy wasn't aware of, but then bookies show up when his dad's out of town trading on his new job and say he's got to get them like, he's got to get money by tomorrow or they're going to start breaking legs and shit, right? So Tommy goes and gets a job and when Tommy's working at the diner, he overhears a local boxing promoter it's underground it's dirty it's nasty talking about he needs a fighter now tommy has a run-in with some of the school bullies his first day of school so then they go to the diner and try to beat him up in the back the fight promoter sees him lay these dudes out and is like you want to fight and he's like not interested it sounds bad the movie's really good that sounds horrible no man it's actually really good and the soundtrack's really good You want a life of fame and fortune? No, oh no, dude. I'm I'm kind of, I'm kind of selling the cheese for comedic effect. It's a really good movie. It's
0: almost as bad. It sounds almost as bad as uh, oh uh, not Jason David Frank, uh, who who, Chris Klein. You remember him? Yeah. Uh, when he played in the Flash as that character. Did you watch the? Did you watch any of the newer Flash? I didn't get that
1: far. Okay,
0: well, there's like a cicada. Uh, bad guy and that's who he plays and something happened to his voice and oh my gosh his fake voice that he's trying to sound uh, like is terrible I
1: no i highly recommend gladiator 92 i actually found it randomly which by the way i'm going to recommend a streaming service to everyone and don't worry it's absolutely free it's called crackle sony put it out you didn't know about that no I, i'd known about it for years oh. but a lot of people have that's where i found gladiator years ago Crackle is amazing, and it's one hundred percent free. Years ago, it's not on there, but Gladiator is available on YouTube, free with ads. Now, I bought I bought it on DVD because when I bought it, I you couldn't stream it anywhere. But now it's on YouTube, for free, or if you're on YouTube Premium, no ads.
0: Yeah, which honestly, there are a lot of good movies on YouTube. There are,
1: yeah. They've been Galaxy Quest is on
0: there. That's a good one.
1: I love Galaxy, but it's like that movie was well known. Uh, it's a good movie,
0: though. I got one, but it's it was popular back in the day. But like it's it's kind of more of a cult following now. Um, Event Horizon with uh,
1: I haven't seen it. Sam
0: Neil, it. oh, it's such a good movie! I've heard it's good. The spaceship has a warp drive, and apparently, the warp drive took it to a dimension of pure evil, terror, pain torture assuming hell and it came back possessed and yeah sam neill's acting in that that was so good Lawrence fishburne Eh. (laughs) yeah yeah never good in that fuck this ship. he he
1: says that in the movie (laughs) uh so there's gonna be a couple of guy movies the next three on my list so i don't do you do you like war movies it depends. It, it, a good, it, good it, Assuming they're good. It has to have the right formula. Sure. Um, so this one is actually based on a true story. Now, again, they Hollywoodized it. but So this movie is called My Way. It's a Korean film that really a lot of people have never heard of. I discovered it by pure accident. It's one of my favorite movies ever. Um, the premise is there is a Korean runner. He's a competitive runner who through shit circumstance and oppression from the Jap- the imperial Japanese government, I want to clarify, the imperial Japanese government, not to be confused with the Japanese government of today, uh, forcibly conscript him and his friends into the Japanese army, and just through shit luck, they end up getting captured and conscripted into the Soviet army. Oh, wow. And then after that... They end up getting conscripted into the German army because they get captured again. And then he has to fight on D-Day. And what's this movie called again? My Way is the English title. I recommend, if subtitles don't bother you, I recommend watching the original Korean dub with English subtitles. But I will say, the English dub is pretty well done. I watched that when I was younger and it gave me nightmares for a week. I normally don't get scared, but for some reason the space mixed evil oh he's talking about uh, Event Horizon but yeah My Way is exceptional it's
0: a damn good movie Jay
1: yeah I, I need to watch it because I'm aware of it but I think you told me about that ages ago um, but yeah My Way is very good especially I've shown it to people who don't love war movies and they liked it but if you like war movies especially, it's a World War 2 movie if you didn't gather Soviet <laughs> and Imperial Japanese but uh, it's very good Um, And then while we're on the trend of World War II movies, this one is different. This isn't a combat movie, but it's very good. It's called To End All Wars. It's about a captured group of Scottish, I believe they're infantry, who end up in a Japanese POW camp and starring the very talented Robert Carlyle, who is an underrated actor. Um, And it has Kiefer Sutherland in it. But uh, it's a fantastic movie. Not a combat themed movie, but it's it's a very well done, very well done movie.
0: Well, speaking of Keisha Sutherland, uh, a very good movie with him in it where he plays, I, I want to say like a doctor, something like that, but it's called Dark City. Mm. That movie is a fucking mind bender. Like, if you've never seen that,
1: oh, John Murdoch. I'm actually looking up because, what I don't want to say because if I'm wrong, I'll, yeah, Mark Strong is in to end all wars. There you go. I thought so.
0: We love our Mark Strong.
1: He's very good. West right? Home Virginia. Um, you can find. Okay, so you can find My Way is very easy to find now. It wasn't My Way. You can find on Amazon Prime, Peacock, Pluto, Voodoo, and Freevee. Now three of those apps are free, so. You have no excuse. Just watch it. And then you can find To End All Wars on Tubi, which is also free. The only thing that sucks about apps like Tubi and Pluto is I'm pretty sure you can't pause. I think you can. I think you can. Uh, I think you just get, like, extra ads or something. On Philo, you can't pause, though. On Tubi, you can. But I think you're right. I think That's you just can't. silly. Yeah. Um, oh, I right no, TV, it's though? No, Philo is. But, um... No, on Tubi it's not that you can't pause, but if you exit the movie, you won't it won't put it back where you left off. That's annoying. Yeah, it's so if you have to stop watching a movie, you can pause it, but the app will eventually
0: I mean it's free, so. Yeah,
1: it's one of those. So if you're going to watch a movie on Tubi, just make sure just you're going to watch sit it down out. and watch it.
0: And you know, like if
1: you get an ad, go do your bet rush your restroom, go do your restroom well, one thing you can do if you're watching a movie on Tubi and an ad comes up, you can go and light your Stevie Wicks candle because, let's face it, we all know you have one. If you watch this show enough, you know that we're, we talk about it a lot. And... that was kind of a little gay. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Broke
0: back candles. candles.
1: <laughs> but, but as you are well aware, or at least you should be unless you're a bad son, Mother's Day is coming up. And you should totally get your mom a Mother's Day candle from Stevie Wicks, including but not limited to this Rose Petals candle, which is the scent. All the Mother's Day three-wick candles have the rose scent tart on there. But we also have, for all you cheap bastards out there, there are some cheaper options that you can say I love you to mom. And if you use special promo code MOM at checkout, you will receive 10% off your entire order. Now, I realize I messed up. And that code is not loaded yet, but it will be tomorrow. So, order your candles tomorrow. Steviewicks.com, Steviewix.com, s t e v i e w i x.com. Buy your candles today, you cheap fuck, and tell your mom you love her. And now you can resume your you can resume your movie on Tubi because it's that fast. You sounded upset. I am. I'm real upset. I'm real upset. I'm real upset, Mister Slave. <laughs> Nobody got me a goddamn Mother's Day present. <laughs> uh, <laughs> another guy movie, but this is so a lot of people. You've you've heard of the movie The Raid, right? Mm-mm. Oh, you haven't. Okay, a lot of people did. But dude, like you like
0: got ridiculously obscure movies I've never even heard of.
1: Well, The Raid got pretty mainstream, but this one. So the the main act for those of you who've seen The Raid. The main actor, his name is Iko Uwais. He's from Indonesia. He did, I think it was his first movie. It's called Marantau. Holy shit. It's such a good movie. If you like martial arts flicks, this one's so good. It looks great. The The fight scenes are epic because Iko Uwais does uh, Pinjocks a lot. So it's, it's going to look a lot different than what you're used to seeing in kung fu flicks. But it's, oh man, it's choreographed so well. It's so good. And the story's actually decent. A lot of Kung Fu flicks, the story's pretty weak. It, like, it's simple, but it makes sense. I've got a Kung Fu... Kung... Kung Flu? Kung... You've got the Kung Fu.
0: Flu? <laughs> <laughs> we, can't, we, we can't say that. Sure you know, we can. You'll get in trouble for that one. Trump. Remember when he said that? And they was like, that's not... And they said, That's sorry. not funny. I was like, that is hilarious. That shit's
1: hilarious.
0: <laughs> anyway... Warriors of Virtue, yes, remember that? Yeah, I do. Freaking kangaroos who freaking kung do fu kung kangaroos. Fu. Yeah, that shit was wild.
1: It's I, not a bad movie though.
0: No, that's a good one.
1: I th- I think a lot of people skip it because it looks super weird.
0: Well, and they had uh like the the sets on the movie they were they were beautiful. Yeah, from what I remember, I, I have
1: not seen it in a long time. No, it was. I remember when it came out though. That actually got some money put behind it. But
0: I actually watched it with uh, a neighbor that lived near us, uh, Tony and yeah, no, all I, them. Yeah, yeah, that was wild. Uh, I remember watching. it. I was
1: like, whoa. Yeah. There's a movie that's kind of similar to that, and I guarantee you haven't heard of this one because I always actually mess up the name. I th- I'm going to look this up. I think it's called uh, Adventures in Dinotopia. Mm-hmm. It's in a similar vein.
0: Everybody do the
1: dinosaur. Oh, it's just called... No? Hang on. No, it's called Hang On. It's not called... Hang on!
0: You know we're coming from over here.
1: Sorry. No, I don't want to watch the movie. I just want to watch the trailer. I want to make sure it's... Okay.
0: Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yes.
1: Okay. So, uh, the movie is called Adventures in Dinotopia. It's a weird ass premise. At least I think that's what I'm talking about here. That's gotta be it. No, that's not it. I'm sorry. I always mess this title up. So.
0: Adventures in DinoTopia? Is that what you said? Yeah, but I
1: don't think it's...
0: it's something to do with that.
1: I always mess up the title, but again, it's one of those movies that was made. Oh, is it called Dinos? It's just called Dinosaur City. That's what it's called. Sorry.
0: Why is the older Mario movie getting hated
1: on so much? I don't know. It wasn't that bad. Like, but yeah, Adventures in Dinosaur City, sorry. Um, it was just live action, you know, Like and,
0: and everybody's like all whining about it. I was like, dude, the games literally ha- at that time had just literally zero storyline.
1: Well, not only that, I'll give credit where credit's due. They tried. They made a valiant effort. It just didn't land. But... I mean shit at least they tried when when they
0: got the super boots that shit was awesome well
1: you gotta remember too this was only after the first game had come out they had no story to go off of right
0: if we would have had like all the games that we have today yeah it's
1: like now you can make a story that's real easy because every character has a backstory and yeah um, but yeah like so Adventures in Dinosaur City I haven't seen it as an adult but I remember watching it as a kid and loving it so but yeah Pretty sure that's an obscure one. I found it at the video rental store. If that tells you anything,
0: you kids today will never—you will never know. Like everyone thinks it's so awesome that like you can just point and click a home, and it is awesome. Don't get me wrong, but you'll never experience the feeling of just going. And just picking out your favorite movie for the third week in a row. Well, but not only that, because they always the same game. Well, they'd
1: always have those like rent two get one free, and oh, I gotta go find my third one. So that's when you got adventurous. Dude, we'll I remember something. a while there, it was like rent like two get three free. Yeah, I remember that. But the, but it's like it wasn't new releases though, so you had to take a chance. Yeah, and that but that's how you discovered hidden gems, man. That's how I was. That's how I discovered the uh, animated Mortal Kombat movie, which is fucking awful oh yeah yeah, yeah. not not the new ones i'm talking about the ones they made where they looped animation together and then did cg graphics for some of the fight scenes that that were really bad oh it was bad what the hell was that called legends of the no that was the legends uh, of the hidden temple no (laughs)
0: speaking of that's some good show that's that's some that's some good that's some good show craggle rock
1: um so yeah but marital you can find on tubi crackle voodoo plex fubo and philo all for free voodoo voodoo i'm not the one who's (laughs) so far away (laughs) Um, so this next movie this is kind of embarrassing actually but so just say it well i have to explain walk to remember no no, walk to remember is a great movie but it's not obscure um, I talked to you about the God's Not Dead movies and how everyone should see them at least once because they're laughably bad. I went down this pure flicks rabbit hole because I, know, hear me out. That's
0: the Christian. Uh, yes, it okay. is.
1: But here's the thing. I went down this rabbit hole because I was told, I, I watched a video where some this guy who actually did music for God's Not Dead talks about other Pure Flix movies and basically reviews them, the shit out of them. Now, there was a casual aside he mentioned a movie, and he called it, he says, I haven't seen it, but I've heard it described as the Christian Fifty Shades of Grey. And I'm like, I have to watch that. So, did my free trial of Pure Flix. Not a bad, it's not the Christian Fifty Shades of Grey. It's not. It's honestly not a bad movie. It's called Old Fashioned. A little bit of a wacky premise, and it's a very Christian movie, but honestly, it's kind of like it...
0: Oh, Missionary!
1: (laughs) No, it's a really sweet movie, but a lot of people don't know it exists, and I found out you don't have to get Pure Flix to watch it. You can watch it on Pure Flix, but it's also available on Tubi, Peacock, and Voodoo. Free on Tubi. The premise is which I I feel like this is one of those movies that gets a really bad rap because it's an overtly Christian film. And if they change just a... Even change the marketing, because the movie itself isn't like Mm -hmm. over the head, hit you with a Bible. Um, It does have like a Christian feel to it. There's only like one scene where it gets really Jesus-y. Other than that, it's just kind of like, do you or do you not want to be a decent human being? (laughs) Jesus-y. The premise is there's this guy who, for unexplained reasons that get explained later in the film has decided to give himself the rule of he's not going to allow himself to be alone in a room with a woman until he's married kind of crazy but this woman comes to town and she's renting the apartment above his store because it's a small town and her sink breaks and then he's like can you stand outside while i fix this and she's like what the fuck is wrong with this guy but then he explains, he's like, I just you know, I, I, I can't be alone with a woman in a room and, unless I'm married. But it's I know, it sounds bad. I'm fun fact about me, I'm very bad about explaining movies. I don't sell them well. It's it's a sweet movie. Uh, little... I can already
0: tell you right now, you're just you're telling it how it is.
1: <laughs> no, but it's it there's actually a scene that I thought was really good because he ends up going to his friend's bachelor party. And his friend was adamant about, like, I don't want anything crazy. I don't want strippers, blah, blah, blah. And their idiot friend, because every group's got one, brings in a stripper. And they're, like, peer pressure that doesn't actually exist, but in the movie it exists. They're, like, yeah, man, come on, don't be a pussy. And then, the, okay. well, no, the main character's, like, I'm I'm leaving. And then he just looks at his friends. He's, like, you don't have to do this. He's not being preachy. It's just obvious that he doesn't want to do it. And he just looks at me he's, like, you don't have to do this. I'm like, that's a true blue friend. Now, a real friend would have paid for the stripper, but I digress. Maybe he's gay. I don't know. Maybe he remembers that time he was on the mountain. <laughs> or they were playing Monopoly and he landed on Broadway. <laughs> oh, my God. But especially if, if if you like those kinds of movies, you will love it. Actually, well, maybe not sit down with your girl. If your girl's into those kinds of movies, sit down and watch it. It's not god awful like you could do much worse incidentally though there's a movie i haven't seen yet that i really want to watch this is another peer movie but it's like a shoot 'em up movie and i'm like i know the story is essentially that this guy used to be like a and it's obvious david r a.r white is the guy's name he's the preacher slash producer for peer it's very obvious he doesn't know jack shit about guns because he's just like <laughs> And, like, never reloading. But I guess the premise of the movie <laughs> is that he used to be, he used to be, like, this, kill, like, government killer assassin type dude. He's He's got a six-shooter. <laughs> a six-shooter with 25 rounds. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the premise of the movie is, uh, I guess, he, but he leaves it all behind to become a preacher, right? But then somebody kidnaps his daughter, and he's like, this Jesus. I have a particular
0: set of skills. <laughs>
1: It looks so laughably bad, but actually, another another really good movie. This one's not a christian movie, although it is because it's the character, because it's based on a true story. Uh, stars Gerard Butler, actually. Machine Gun Preacher. Very good movie. I've heard about that. It's a really good movie.
0: You want to know a not really good movie? That's an obscure movie that like probably no one's ever heard of, and I'm pretty sure you've probably never heard of it. It's called Rollerblades.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it's either it's either Rollerblades or Rollerblader or something like that. And it's a, basically about gangs in different side t- parts of the city. And it's, a, it's like an apocalypse uh, uh, set thing. But every, everyone's on roller skates. <laughs> it is awful. But the chicks in it were hot. So it was like an, it was like an '80s film, like you know, to
1: like it's like Tank Girl, worse, worse than Tank Girl. It's worse. That's that's got to be really bad. It's bad. Um, but, but like I said, you know, but you know what? Another and again, speaking of, we kind of tied a bunch of these are like really vaguely related. So another movie that I think a lot of people and I understand why this one wasn't heavily advertised because I'm I'm not gonna disclaimer do not watch this movie if you have any sort of essay in your past uh, don't watch it alone Watch it with somebody that you uh, are close to if you have any someone
0: you feel comfortable with. yes
1: if you have any essay in your past um, do not watch this movie alone if you have really any kind of trauma from violence in any way including PTSD just don't watch it well no it's worth watching it's one of those movies. It's not a pleasant, I've talked about it before, but I'm just going to give my spiel disclaimer. It's not a pleasant experience, but I think everyone should watch it at least once because it so incredibly accurately portrays the atrocities that took place in The Rape of Nan King. And YouTube won't flag us for that because that's actually what it's referred to historically. Um, it's, it's, it's not a pleasant movie to watch. I'm not even ashamed of it. I've watched it twice in my life. I cried each time. Actually, each time I watched it, I had to take a break. It is, it's not a pleasant experience. It's fucking horrible. But these kinds of movies are important because when we stop talking about it, is when it happens again. Um, it's a really, really good movie. I'm just, it's, it's a rough watch. Perfectly fine to take breaks throughout. What's it called again? It's called Flowers of War. It stars Christian Bale. It's based on true events, which actually... I understand why they did what they did. And actually, on my channel, I'm not going to do it for a while because I want to read... It's based on a real woman who lived, who incidentally um, was from Indianapolis, at least in the latter part of her life. Um, It's based on her actual memoirs and I want to read them to do proper research for when I do the unsung heroes of history video I'm going to do on her. So that's coming, but it's going to be a while because I want to do like obscene amounts of research on that. But again, it's called flowers of war and it is, it's worth watching, but I'm telling you right. It's not, if anyone says they love this movie, they are fucked in the head or they're lying to you. It's not a fun movie to watch, but you should watch it. At least once. And the ending is so goddamn sad.
0: It's rough. You're not selling
1: it. (sighs) It's well it's not even cathartic because honestly you feel shitty after you watch it but I'm telling you it's worth watching. The movie is beautifully shot but it is brutal. I mean they don't pull any punches. It's pretty I say it's good in the historical sense because they don't pull any punches. And I'm telling you right now, the level of violence in this movie actually is not as bad as it could have been. They imply some things, and I'll put it to you this way. I'm really glad what they imply is implied. They probably could have implied a bit more. Um, It's rough. You want to know a bad movie? What's a bad movie? Nope. Yeah. I I haven't watched it. I
0: watched it again just to solidify my opinion, and the first time I watched it, I was like, "Yeah, it's not bad," but then, like, I watched it again. I was like, "Ah, oh, the movie." Is
1: Do you remember ever. my reply when you asked me if I wanted to go see it with you?
0: Yeah, at first you're like,
1: "I said nope." <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah. Jordan Peele should not make movies. No, I'm not sorry. It um, was
0: a fun movie, just because it was Aliens. Uh, it just Interstellar and all those other good flicks are like making me crave it and. Yeah. The only people coming out with Alien flicks or fucking Jordan Peele.
1: Um, you can find Flowers of Lore on Pluto, Tubi, Voodoo, Prime, Plex, and Freebie. So the only one of those you have to pay for is Prime, but if you already have Amazon Prime, then it's free to you. Um, like I said, I recommend everybody watch it once. I kind of recommend nobody watch it by themselves because it's it's rough. And actually on my channel, if you want to see, I mention it in depth. I did a really long reaction video uh, to a video that the take did on the stereotype of the asexual Asian male. I use it as an example of like, no, 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 no. This is not universal throughout Hollywood, blah, blah, blah. I mention it at great length in that movie. And I give you the same disclaimer. I recommend you watch it, but you only have to watch it once. Actually, you don't have to watch it at all, but I recommend you do.
0: I've got a movie for you that I think you should watch. Um, you enjoy lore, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you might have seen it. I don't know. Uh, it's called As Above, So Below. I've heard of it, and I want to watch it, dude. It is so good. Yeah,
1: I want to watch it.
0: Like literally, like I just—I don't even want to tell you about any of it because, like, I want you to experience it completely. Like, watch it in the dark. I'm that psycho. I'll literally watch a movie in the dark. And, and and then I'm like, after the movie's over, I'm like looking around and I'm like looking for the light and I can't find the light and I'll freak out. <laughs> so I've actually only
1: got one more movie on my list. All right. I have really no more to add. Okay. So the, and this last one is a really good one too. I definitely recommend you watch this. Um, again, if you have PTSD, you might not want to watch this one alone. This one's not nearly as bad. As flowers of war but there's still some shit that might i'm using this in the true clinical sense there's some stuff in this movie that might actually trigger you if you have legitimate ptsd um, it's called the photographer of mathhausen it's a historical flick it's actually all in spanish but again they do have an english dub um it's about and i didn't even know this until i watched this movie um it's about a spanish pow in a concentration camp they were, pri- they were political prisoners from the Spanish Civil War, which, while the Nazis didn't directly uh, partake in, they did send troops and aided. And all, all the people in the POW camps are communists, right, because it was uh, the Republicans against the communists. Um, it's a very, very accurate and good portrayal of what life was like in a concentration camp, especially before it became, like, solely death camps, because it goes all the way to the end of the war, but they presumably would have been there since like 1935, six. I don't know when they actually arrived in the camp, but maybe 1937. But so basically, they spent the entire longer than the First World War, if you ascribe to the belief that it technically started in 1939 with the invasion of Poland. I don't, but.
0: How the hell did you find this movie?
1: It's on Netflix. Oh. Actually, my girlfriend at the time started. She likes the. She was a fan of the actor. He's a Spanish actor named Mario Casas. Okay. Who's, he's, he's really good in this. Um, but she's a fan of his, so she found it on Netflix. It was recommended. And then I actually walked in as she was watching it. I was like, why are you watching a World War II movie? And she's like, oh, Mario Casas is in it. And I'm like, well, who's this motherfucker? I knew who he was, but then I'm watching it, and I'm like, she'd rude. only been watching it for like 10 minutes. I'm like, you mind starting it over? And she's like, no, that's fine. And I'm just like, this movie's so good. <laughs> but it's Netflix exclusive.
0: You know, Who's really awesome?
1: Who is really awesome?
0: Pedro Pascal. Yes, he is. And if you haven't seen The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, you should watch that movie. I need to watch it. it. It's so funny. Dude, the drug scene is so funny. And everybody's like, oh, the drug scene? It's like, yeah, they... The dude... Nicolas Cage is an actor. He's himself in the movie. You know? And uh, he does drugs with Pedro Pascal. And... Mm -hmm. He's just like, here, we're dropping Askin. And and then Nicolas Cage is like, fuck it. (laughs) He just puts it on his tongue, dude. And then he makes out with himself.
1: (laughs) No, actually, Pedro Pascal was one of my first retorts to John Leguizamo. He's like, Hollywood's not. That doesn't sound anything like John Leguizamo. Hollywood's not casting any Latinos. And I'm like, Pedro fucking Pascal. Hollywood's casting Latino actors all the time. Jenna Ortega. I mean, that's Netflix, but still. That took the world by storm.
0: I can't think of any. Mar- I know Marvel, I, America,
1: America. Yeah, America Chavez. Like they'll they'll slowly keep coming to me. Like but they, there's a lot more. Yeah, they're they're around. Like, and there's a lot. And to be fair, there's a lot of Latino actors that you wouldn't know were Latino. Like Emilio, not not Emilio, Like Charlie Sheen is Latino. You just don't know it because he dropped his real surname estevez but emilio estevez's brother kept it you know but even even if we go with Leguizamo like halfway and say okay latino looking actors and actresses selma hayek selma i actually hayek. i
0: actually think that uh estevez was not the original i think that was a uh, mom's mom's name yeah and but the way
1: the way spanish last name is because
0: martin sheen right
1: right 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 but the way the way yeah, you think you, you think his name was changed? No, Martin I think Sheen? no, I think I think you're right. I think Estevez, Emilio Estevez, okay. went with his mother's okay. name. But her name, the way Spanish last names work, technically her last name wouldn't have changed. She would have just added Sheen to it, right? And technically, they're they would have had both last names, but he would have legally changed it in the United Tick States. TikTok, TikTok. I want to name one more Latino actor just to piss off John Leguizamo uh i mean antonio banderas but he's kind of on the way out
0: another latino he said yeah i know a bunch i know i'm I just, just blanking you know it's like john Leguizamo was not a bad actor by any no i he's I've a good enjoyed... actor i've enjoyed like almost everything he's ever been in it's like why do you got to be like this because he's not he's not relevant yeah and he's trying to gain relevancy
1: which he could. I mean, it's John Leguizamo.
0: Literally. Just go do a fucking Pest 2 or something. Right. Did you ever watch the first one? No. Love, Peace, and Chicken Grease. <laughs>
1: nah, he could He could be. Happy. That
0: movie wasn't that good. It was just a good show for children. Sort of.
1: Well, that's all. Actually, you know what? If you're watching this after the live broadcast, if you know an obscure movie, put it in the comments. Recommend it to everybody else. Give it some love.
0: Love it with all your heart.
1: And your other stuff. <laughs>
0: your naughty bits. Just keep them in your pants.
1: Put it yeah. in my vagina, Mr. Slave.
0: Oh, what, so what do they do? Like scissor? <laughs> oh, scissor me timbers. Oh, scissorin'. <laughs> that shit was wild, and I cannot <laughs> believe they got away with that.
1: Well, back then it was still a joke. Yeah. I would say you can't do it today, but Matt and Trey will <sighs> totally do it today. I-
0: I'm <laughs> <on> Xerxes.
1: <laughs> All right, lead it. Thank you again for enjoying this episode of the Average Intelligence Podcast. Hopefully, you're a little bit a sa- little bit less average and a little bit more intelligent. Hopefully, you're sad. Hopefully, you're real sad. Oh, we got a comment. I will recommend. I will recommend good live stream. Keep it up. That sounds like a really convoluted and bad movie. That's a joke, by the way. Good live stream. He's talking about us, I think. No, I, I'm going to assume that's a movie. Are you talking about us or the movie? He says, "I will
0: recommend good live stream." Yeah, I know, but I don't know what he's talking about. Keep it up. Okay, we're
1: going to give him a moment. We'll wait.
0: I'm pretty sure he's uh, he's uh, he's saying that's an obscure
1: movie. I think he's talking about us. <sighs> TikTok, TikTok. Tick-tock. Which, by the way, if you're watching to the end of this, I mean, good, good job. You're a trooper. Thank you for the support. I'll continue the lead out, but I hope. Jay, are you talking about us, or is the movie actually called Livestream? Um, as always, be sure to like, share, and subscribe, because believe it or not, one like can make all the difference in the world. You're laughing. You're not answering my question. <laughs> no, I, I. You're doing this on purpose to fuck with me. <laughs> ah! you're right. <laughs> uh,
0: for some reason I was just assuming it was going to be a movie.
1: Although now, now we're going to have to make a movie called Livestream.
0: Oh no, I we're going to have to call it Good Livestream. Good
1: Livestream. Oh, I forgot. I almost forgot you to Ben Shapiro to make it. <laughs> I almost forgot to let everyone in on the joke in the title. Oh. So this is not an obscure movie, but it is a reference to an obscure video game for the Nintendo 64, which got no attention that I'm aware of, but was surprisingly fun. Clay Fighter 63 and a third. Complete comedy fighting game, but fun as hell. You can Google it and find it. Like It's hilarious because I it was the only Clay Fighter game that I'm aware of, and they just thought, fuck it, we'll just call it 63 and a third. And I found that hilarious. All right, now I'll actually leave this out real. Thank you again for enjoying this episode of the Average Intelligence Podcast. Hopefully you're a little bit less average and a little bit more intelligent. Not likely, but we can dream. As always, be sure to like, share, and subscribe because, be, believe it or not, your support means the world to us and it's the only way we're going to grow because everybody knows the YouTube algorithm is not incentivized to help small-time creators like us. They are going to help the big, giant gargantuans and fuck those guys because they're already rich. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I want to be one of those guys. Yes,
0: Um, make us pay our our fair share.
1: Yeah. Spread us like herpes. (laughs) Um, Yeah. If you prefer to listen to the podcast as opposed to watching it, which, I mean, why would you? Because we're fucking this.
0: Suave. Midlife.
1: Midlife. Crisis. Not quite. Hey. Average age is
0: 67.
1: In... Fuck you! I'm living to 120. Half of 30, half of 70 is 35. Yes, I know, but I'm
0: living People to 100. misconstrue the meaning of midlife.
1: Okay, but you're missing the point. I'm going to live to 120, so my my midlife crisis will happen at 60. So I'm only I'm only at a quarter, ish. He's a um, quarter of a century. No, I'm way older than that. I'm a decade oh yeah. than that. <laughs> <laughs> Numbers are open in your got me. <laughs> open the door. <laughs> oh, your What was the line you said? I couldn't drown your I couldn't drown. <laughs> anyway, you can check out the audio versions of this podcast on Spotify, oh. Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Google Podcasts, YouTube music, Amazon Audible, Podcast Addict, and a lot of other places. New no, new ones are popping up every day, but uh Hope you enjoyed this one. Remember to leave your obscure movie recommendations down in the comments, and we will see you all next week. Now, fuck off.